Hey, my name is Melinda Russell, and I am obsessed with telling the stories of women involved in motorsport, young and older, from all walks of life, currently involved in a wide range of roles or sharing their stories from the past. I'm a wife, mother of four adult children, and a mamma of 16. In 2017, I was searching social media for a group dedicated to women in motorsports. When I didn't find what I was looking for, I posted a message to a few racing pages to see if any women would like to connect with me. And now I have thousands of women and men who are part of the Women's Motorsports Network. As crew chief of the only media company dedicated to women in motorsports, I work from wherever my travels take me, publishing this podcast, the Women's Motorsports Network News Online Magazine, and Let's Talk Racing Live, my social media show. You will hear from women who share their stories from the grid of life, how they manage the messy and memorable moments of family, work, and racing. You will hear their tried and true secrets of success and many other topics like friendships, family, hardships, and heroes that women deal with to balance the seasons of life. So grab your favorite beverage, pull up a seat, make sure you are comfy, and get ready to be inspired and encouraged from the stories on the Women's Motorsports Network podcast. Are you a female in motorsports? GoFastGirls.com apparel for the race enthusiast empowers women to fiercely pursue their dreams in action in motorsports, instilling them with confidence and unwavering determination. A GoFastGirls empowers incredible speed, unwavering effort, and success. GoFastGirls has emerged as a prominent force uniting women from all walks of life who share a passion for racing. Check us out at GoFastGirls.com today. Hello, everyone. This is Melinda Russell with Women's Motorsports Network, and I am so excited to be talking to Emma Britt today. Emma has been referred to me several times, and I've actually followed Emma for quite a while, and I don't know why I haven't had her on the show before. What was wrong with me? I just wasn't together, Emma, but today she's here with us, and we're going to learn a lot more about Emma. So, Emma, welcome to the show, and why don't you start by just telling us a little bit about yourself, your pets, your family, whatever you want to share, and then uh, we'll get into more about your racing after that. All right, well, to jump right into it, my name is Emma Britt, and I'm from Georgia. I'm local to the Griffin area in Hampton, and I think I go to school on an online school for racers. I'm in 11th grade my junior year. I'll be in senior year next year. It's starting to come up fast, but I've been enjoying this so much. Lucky for me, um, all of my friends are racers and my classmates, so they really understand it, which is really awesome. I get to hang out with them if we want to go to races and stuff, and a little bit about more of myself with family. My family is super supportive. They always come out to watch me race, and I got into it because of my dad second generation. It's awesome. I've grown up around it my whole life and I couldn't be more blessed with all the opportunities I've had with him. And I just cannot think it enough. That's very cool. Very cool. And so um, you do an online school for racers. Tell me a little bit more about that. How did you find that? What is it called? And because there might be somebody else interested in doing that. So I do an online school program through Skipstone Academy for racers. 
and it started about this year. I went in person last year, and I was very fortunate enough for them to be as understanding as they are with the racing because they're more understanding about it because their kids did it as well when they were younger. So, and it's grown a lot more this year. A lot of my teammates on my race team joined it, and they've been doing a lot of cool full trips and stuff. So, yeah. That's very cool. And what is the name of the school? Uh, Speed U. There's Skipstone Speed. Academy. Speed you. Okay. Awesome. Cause there may be, like I said, there may be other people that want to check that out for sure. So I'm going to find out what, what do you like to do when you're not racing or do you only concentrate on racing? So as it seems, I am very involved with racing, but there are some things I do like to do other than just strictly racing stuff. I do love to go like, hang out, go to the movies, go do fun stuff like that. Cause I am still in my young teenage years and I love to hang out with friends and go good things, go on vacations like Disney world. That's one of my favorites. I love Disney and um, I like to travel. And that's also a good thing with hand in hand with racing is Charlotte, Mooresville, that area, not only be racing related, but you just have so much to explore around those areas. I love to travel. Yeah, that's awesome. So I'm going to have to connect you to my daughter. My daughter, Brittany, is a travel agent and she specializes in Disney. And I mean, if you love Disney, you probably know a lot about it. But she knows all the ins and outs and everything about it. So remind me to connect you with her because um, she would love to share you know, some fun things that maybe you don't know about or you, you know, until you're a travel agent and you, she goes there like once a month or more often. It's crazy, but she loves it. So anyway. <laughs> yes, I've gone there like once a year, every year since I was born. We are a Disney fanatic family. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to connect you with her then when we're all done for sure. Well, so thanks. Emma, are you, are you about 16, 17 years old? Yes, ma'am. I just turned 16 in April. Okay. So 16 years old. And how, how long have you been racing? When did you get started and who inspired you to get started? So I started about three years ago, but the only thing about that is that when COVID hit and as many people thought, Oh, shutting down, you know, you're not gonna have as much time. It actually kind of did the opposite because once I got involved in racing, I didn't only get involved with driving, but being around the sport in general, Five Flags honestly had more races when COVID hit than less. So it was really neat. Of course, safety, all that was involved and stuff, mask. But it was really fun to, as soon as you got into it, get to have so much under your belt with just experience, not only being behind the wheel, but being in the environment. And that's when I kind of started getting around it and stuff. And once getting around it, I started to get more experience with driving and stuff. And that was kind of when I got my feet wet, got into it a little bit for fun. 2021 started to get more competitive. 2022 is probably my main year of being really hardcore into it. But how I kind of really got into the sport was probably more through my dad because I just grew up around it a long time. But I didn't really understand like the driving stuff because I never got the opportunity to drive something. And as some people may not know, but some do. More people that know him from the bigger cars, not people that really know me from the Bandos and Legends. He has a team of pro trucks, late models, supers, pros, all those. And one of his drivers had a bandolero they kept. 
as a memory and we I tested it and that became my car and ever since then it was it was really cool it was his name's Grant Thompson some people know him from the trucks and late models but it was a really blessing to have that relation and then letting me do that and I'm very grateful for that because I don't know where I would be without them his dad was such a big help getting into it and it's really been an amazing journey. I really could not have done it without Rusty Clanton, though, and the Bandos. He really taught me a lot and got me from square A to square B. And it has been an amazing journey, especially to now be second in the nation and accomplish so much. It has really been a dream came true. I hope to do the same in the Legend car. That's been a new journey I just started. Yeah. And so you're you're not going to drive Bandoleros anymore. You're going to move up to the Legend car. Yes, ma'am. I'm very, I've, three years have been under my belt. And then finally, that's the only car I've ever drove. So I'm very, very excited. A lot of people ask, they're like, are you nervous? Are you not? I'm like, I am nervous, but I'm not really scared of anything because I've, I'm just so excited to learn this chapter. Like I've drove the same car for so long. It's like, I, I could just drive it with the lights off at the racetrack. It's, a, uh -huh. it's an amazing thing, but I'm so excited to learn something else and hopefully get to that level too. Oh yeah, absolutely for sure. So, what uh, what tracks do you typically race at, and do you have a home track? Yes, ma'am, I do. So many tracks that I've raced at for probably I would say for about the past two years when I competitively ran, I ran at three Georgia local tracks, which would be Atlanta Motor Speedway, Chris Motorsports Park, Cathane and Octane Linear Raceway. And my home track would have to be, it's really hard between because I have kind of two, it would say. It would be Atlanta Motor Speedway and Chris Motorsports Park. But the other tracks I do run that we have traveled consistently, consistently to would have to be Charlotte Motor Speedway, Florence, and Southern National. That track does not get enough recognition. I to say recognition because it is an amazing track. It is awesome. That is one of my by far favorites that we've traveled to. And what else? And then so do you race in, do you race a series or do you race for points at a certain track? I race for the how do they they kind of have it's kind of like a series it's hard to explain that's why i paused for a little bit so they have a series that's for points races u.s legend cars do, do and georgia does their own series as well so what u.s legend cars kind of do is in february they start the point season and you competitively race every race counts for 100 points and second 97 kind of goes like that and then it's just an INEX thing, but Georgia series is similar, I guess. It's only the three main tracks ran in Georgia, like the Lanier and the Cordial and Atlanta do it. But yeah, those are the kind of points that I do. Okay. And so uh, what, tell me a little bit more about your car, um, some details about it, the color, the number, anything about the car that you want to share. Are you talking about the Legend Car or the Bando? Whichever one you want to, you know, you you haven't really raced in the Legend Car yet, right? Yes, ma'am. So let's talk about the Bando because that's the one that you've been racing. So a Bandolero is almost like a modified go-kart. It is, it's been around for a long time, came out in the late 19s. 
and early 2000s is where it really started to kick off. A lot of NASCAR drivers, I would say 70% of NASCAR drivers came from the Bandolero and Legend Car Series. It's, I mean, I can really talk about both because they're both from the same yeah. area, mm-hmm. but a lot of drivers really have learned so much from them because they are made to be a car that teaches you a lot. It's really a one level of the Bando to the Legend, and it, they both teach you so much. A Bando and a Legend will teach you a lot of car control, how to keep the car under you, and it's just, you, you also learn a lot of race terminology from them. You also learn, like, what a car really feels like when it's loose, when it's tight, and the motors, one is a lawnmower engine, and one is a motorcycle engine, and a Bandolero probably tops off of about the fastest I've ever went would be... 70 and it was at las vegas and a legend car gets up to 100 but probably even more than that on a road course okay and what's your car number my car number is 38 and my color schemes kind of go from blue to red around that area and gold and silver love gold (laughs) okay are you still there there you are yeah it glitched out sorry lost it for a second so um what about your crew? Who Who's your crew? Who helps you with your car? Who travels with you? Let's give them a shout out because we know you can't do it by yourself. So the people I'd like to shout out would definitely be, be my dad. He has put in a lot of hard work to get this, get this all. This dream just came true for me. I really could not have done it without him. I'm so glad we share a love and compassion for the same sport. It is a real dream come true to have that bond. It is amazing. And Rusty Clanton, they have both have really been, he's almost like a second dad. Like they both have thrashed to get me through this season. Like I cannot express how amazing this has been, this journey, especially in 2023 and Lenny and Shana, my mom, my brother, my grandparents, the love and support I've gotten this year and my teammates, they have been encouraging me and Mr. Jim Mason and the Lord above. I really cannot thank him enough. And all the sponsors I've had, the Copenex group, Cirque Motorsports. I believe that's it. Okay. All right. So uh, what's the, what's your favorite thing about racing, about being involved in racing? I love what the sport has done for me as a person. It's taught me so many life lessons and it's really made me the person I am. I love how everybody is so like uplifting of each other. I love especially what our team has and just like our team, the way that the team I'm on with my dad and stuff is like, is a dream country. I couldn't have asked for a better system than that. Like it is really it's so hard to say one favorite thing because it has so many amazing things as any sport can have. But one thing that sets it apart would have to be the sportsmanship and the teamwork and the amount of the things that I've been access to, because I really do go to the shop. I see how much hard work goes into it and just the passion that these people have given me like Rusty, my dad and Lenny. It is amazing to see their passion go in to make something for me and me hopefully to bring that passion back by performing well for them. Yeah, that's, that's nice. I like hearing you say that because, um, you know, when you think about it, Emma, they're sacrificing and doing so much to help you 
but they don't feel that way about it. They're doing it because they love the sport and they want you to succeed. And so that's where the teamwork comes together and everybody has a bond that you've all got one goal and that's to make the car the best it can be and to help you become the best driver you can be. And so you've done really well this year. Do you want to share about your season and how it went? Yes. Thank you so much for asking. So the season started off about at Atlanta Motor Speedway. I won, I think, one or two races there and one Speed Fest. That has to be by far one of my favorites. And to top it all off, I went to Thursday Thunder, Charlotte, and ran the, the Thursday Thunder, like I said, and the Summer Shootout. We also went to Nationals, the Spring Nationals, the Winter Nationals at the beginning of the year. Forgot to mention that. And just the amount of traveling from South Carolina, North Carolina, Tennessee, around that area has been a real dream come true. I love the Carolinas. Like, the racing you have up there is so hardcore competitive, and I could not have asked for a better season and better competitors that have made me such a better driver. And to top off second at the nation and get track championships in Georgia with the Georgia state champion for both the state series and the overall series has really been a dream come true. Like I really could not have done it with everybody's help and my sponsors. And I, sorry. That's okay. I really hope to do the same thing for 2024. And I really also would like to shout out some people that are already going to help me are the Chapman fencing and lost you, Emma. Emma, come back. <laughs> there she is. <laughs> Hold on. I'll let you back in and to the stage. I am so sorry for what just happened. I have no idea what just happened, but I would like to thank for 2024 going into the season. Also right now with the legend car is Chapman fencing. And I would also like to thank. Still there. There I am. Okay. <laughs> I would also like to thank. Okay, start over. And so who are your sponsors going to be for 2024, Emma? So I would like to thank already because some people have already chipped in. And I'm so grateful for that is Chapman Fencing and Chris Cagle so much. They have really been so supportive and so nice to be willing to help me through the journey of just getting my feet wet. And I really hope to run competitive next year like I have this year in the band. I've already practiced some and had a really well really well go at it and it I really hope to just do what I've been able to accomplish this year in the legend car for them and I just wanted to also shout them out right now for helping me and being willing to help me to get my feet wet get started because not a lot of people will help until you get good and I really do appreciate them doing that 
Yeah, absolutely. That That's for sure. So what's been your biggest obstacle since you've started racing? What was the hardest thing for you to overcome? So the hardest thing to overcome, especially being a woman in motorsports, is the amount of negativity that I feel like I've seen on social media bullying. That is something that has been the hardest thing to overcome. Not a lot. It, the bad part is, is that I'm one that is a little bit more, I guess, because of the way that I've kind of grew up and the way that my dad has made me to be is I've had a lot of confidence and I've really shown up and put in a lot of work, but it hurts me more to see other women get hurt by the bullying than me, because I feel like I have a big backbone and I can handle it, but it really hurts me to see people like competitors and, and competitors, parents post online saying negative things about people learning. That has to be one of the most hardest thing in this industry. It's just not even on the racetrack part, because I feel like, on the racetrack when it's something is hard you can sit there and practice and practice at it and you just keep working hard at it but that has to be the hardest thing that I've seen and also had to go through myself but when I finally let it stop bothering me and I let let it go and I got better and better but I just really also wanted to say that to please always be nice it is really I've just seen so much of that and I just think that it needs to be more recognized that that's not okay and to really be sweet to your competitors and be uplifting of everyone. And that it's just one race and there's always going to be another. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I, I love that you brought that up because we do see and hear it and you know, it's, it's, it's directed at the girls, the women, but then you also, every so often, you're going to hear it and see it towards maybe somebody that's new to a yeah. series or new to a track. And they're, you know, they're not as competitive and they do struggle, but that's the only way they're going to learn. And exactly. Everybody started there at some point. Exactly. And I do think that it is not just for the women, it's for the men too. I definitely have seen so many drivers yet. Like one of my teammates now has, she has came so far um beginning of the year to now all of a sudden track records at every single track winning every race like you see people that started here to all the way up here like people now tell me like oh you win all the time and stuff like that I remember where I started and to now and I just always want to tell people that to never give up because truly as long as you never give up that's the true key because practice you will only be able to really practice and really work on yourself if you have that mentality that I'm never going to give up on this. Mm -hmm. And I've seen so many drivers just from yet watching because I do race. Yes, but I also watch the other classes. I watch my competitors and even just for me growing, but also the people around me growing like we all started right here. We all grew up with together and everybody has to have to start somewhere and you mm -hmm. will always get somewhere once you start. Yeah, that that's that's so so true. We gotta we gotta keep reminding people about that part. Do you have a most memorable moment so far in your career? Yes, I do. So I um I went to race at Charlotte one time, and everybody told me that I was absolutely insane for going because there's so many cars there. There's no reason for you to go. You're not ready. Because I just won my first race in Atlanta and I started getting better. And I really had a breakthrough in Atlanta. Like I finally got aggressive. I finally started to work on myself and put in the work. And I 
got the results and we went up to Charlotte one race because that's what dad promised me that year is that if I could really work hard, we'll go to Charlotte. That's your dream racetrack. That's where you wanted to go for so long. And the competitiveness up there versus Atlanta is like 50 to 100. You have some of the best bando racers up there ever because they have so many tracks. They're just awesome drivers. And we went up there after everybody told me I was crazy. I went up there. I was nervous, scared to death because I realized like I was fifth on the board out of a lot of cars. And it was already like I was blowing it out of the water to what everybody thought I was going to do. I was nervous. And then this church group came up and they prayed with me. And, and it was amazing. Like, I've never had a track do that. And I was filled with a sudden relief. And then instead of being starting fifth, they inverted me to pole because it was a dice roll. And I led every single lap of that race. And I won it. And I was the first female to win their first time. But it was also most memorable because it was the first time I ever seen my dad cry. Oh, that's so sweet. I love that. That's a great story. Thank you. And I, you know, I love the fact that they came and prayed with you. That was my favorite part. And, you know, not only did, I, did they do that that year, they did it this year. Because that was one one race I went last year. This year, I went multiple. I ran the summer shootout besides maybe three or four races. I came kind of mid-season. And they did it every race. They prayed with every driver. And I think that that church group needs to get way more recommend, like, recognition. Because it is awesome what they do and how much... I really do not think I could have won that race without them. I'll be completely honest because I was scared to death. I've never, I was inverted pole. I was freaking out. I was like, oh my gosh, like this is crazy. And them praying with me really helped me just soothe my nerves, get into ready, get focused. And I really could not have done it without them. And I just think that that is amazing what they do. That was awesome. I think that's awesome too. I love that. I, I, your next time you go, I want to know more about, you you remember that to get like the church they're from, where they're from, I'd like to reach out to them and, and tell them how big a deal I think that is. That's really cool for sure. Yeah, yeah. definitely when I go back, because I'll be back there soon and I'll probably see them again and I'll let them know. Okay, very good. So Emma, what is your goal for your racing career? My goal is to make it as far as I can possible. And I have a goal set to hopefully make it to NASCAR and I will not stop at my goal until I get there. I really, really hope that I can. I am willing to put all forth the work. I do need help with some sponsors for, to get there, but I really hope to. And that is really my long-term goal. Now, if I couldn't make it to NASCAR, if that was really just could not make it, the last, the last thing I would like to do before I stopped racing was at least to, race a fury late model super light model that would be the long-term goal at least right there in the super series that would be it that would if if i could not make it to the nascar the trucks or anything that would at least be where i would hope to get yeah well that's a good goal and i think you know getting to nascar is not unrealistic so you just keep working hard because it's not that far away for sure that's that's you know absolutely a great goal so well, thank you so much so how do you feel? You're a girl in motorsports, and I know you race against other girls, other women, but um, not as many as the guys. We're always outnumbered, aren't we? But <laughs> do you think motorsports is a good sport for girls to get involved in? So, And, and if so, I mean, I know you are, you're involved in it, but if somebody asks you, you know, your opinion, 
should they play softball or race or whatever? What should they do and why? I think that whatever draws your heart, you need to go with. And I think that motorsports is a great industry with women because I'll say this, in this generation that I've just grown up with, and I've just raced for about three years, all these Racing America, U.S. legend cars are so supportive of these women. Women's International Day, I have seen so many posts on U.S. legend cars. I've been featured in one, and they are super supportive. I mean, we are like Allison Johnson, who is one of my former competitors, was one of the first females to win a Bandolero Nationals or get the national title. So supportive of her and everybody Really, I do think that, yes, there is some bullying, but I'll be honest, the good does outdo the bad. I feel like there is a lot of supportiveness from every woman to another. And I am glad, though, that I feel like I am a safe space for some girls and they came to me and I've helped ones try not to give up, like don't give up. And she has went farther than anyone could have ever expected her go. I mean, she has won at so many places. And just to see that shows that, I really do think that this sport is a really good place for girls because as long as you're supportive of one another, like it's a different thing than softball and soccer because you're on a team, you're a team thing. It's like a girls, you got so many girls on one team. Racing is almost a little different because you're all going against each other. It's almost more of like a bowling or something like that. Mm-hmm. You're all against each other. But I really have seen and had, friendships where your best friends you go on the racetrack you race each other hard you come off hug each other pat in the back congratulations and that's really all you can ask for and also i've been many times one of the only girls in a field full of 12 boys 13 boys and we get out and we have the same kind of hey good job like i mean these boys have been really really nice to me especially in the kind of Georgia area like I've had competitors like Gianni Esposito and all them I've grown up knowing and they're so supportive of the females and I really I really really love people like that like it's just so welcoming it's warm welcoming and the sport has been just like really warm welcoming I mean I definitely like Racing America Flow Racing or like just all those kind of places or like um, many tracks like Southern National we have a good bit of females that come out the race there very They've been really good about it. And I think that that is probably the best thing I can say about how it is being a woman in this kind of sport. It's very welcoming. That's good. That's good to hear. So I'm sure there's little girls that you've met or that have come up to you, um, you know, that look up to you. Do you feel like you are a, a role model or a mentor for any of the younger drivers? Yes, I, I kind of do. I feel like I really have inspired a lot of people to keep going and to not give up on their dreams which is what I hope to do I hope to be because I I hope that my story of where I came from to here and let alone not letting bullying or anything stop me because you would not have the good days without the bad I think everybody kind of knows that and I really hope to inspire people which I have before but I do hope to continue in the future because I've just seen so so many people who I've told not to give up because just one nice thing has made people go so far. And I've seen that, like, I've been the person to say, you're doing great. Don't give up. You're learning and watched how far they came because one, that one nice thing saved them from not quitting. They felt like they were good enough. And it just really, it really does show that one, like that one nice thing can help with somebody that much. And 
I've inspired a lot of people. I have inspired people to start racing a little bit or to not give up. And I really hope to continue to do that. Yeah, that's good. And, you know, one one good comment, one good can keep them going. Just like one bad comment can make them feel like they need to quit. So let, let's focus on the positive and always have something good to say to those competitors because that that's what it that's what we need to be doing for sure. So um, social media, you're a teenager. I'm sure you use social media. Um, how do you use it for your racing and how would we be able to find you or follow you on social media? So all of my social medias are Emma Britt race, uh, racing as the name, but if you would search it up on like Instagram things, it is Emma Britt 38. The only one that's Emma Britt racing is Facebook. I'm sorry. Got that switched up. So okay. it's um, Emma Britt racing for Facebook. All the rest are Emma Britt 38. I'm sorry. <laughs> Okay. All right. And, and how do you use social media to uh, build your brand or tell about your racing? What do you do usually? I use social media to build my brand and hopefully to help open people to my sponsors, help people to see my sponsors and to build their brand as well. I hope to give back to them what they give to me and promote them and not only just that but also be something that a lot of people can come to of what kind of racing I do and how to get into it and I get a lot of messages on how to get into it and stuff and also like kind of make racing a relatable thing of like man I relate to that and it's all these different kind of people relate to that and kind of how I use social media with the racing too is also by recaps of my races or behind the scenes of my races and what it's like and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's good. And I especially love the behind the scenes stuff because that's what we need to show people. Right. And we also need to show people, you know, who we really are. It can't just always be about racing. Sometimes it has to be, Hey, we're going to Disney today or whatever it might be. Right. You have yes. to show the other side of, of you and your family for sure. And that is definitely what I do love to do is I love to show like, hey, we're racing here. But also as soon as we leave, we're all going to go out to eat and hang out together and all this. Like our team is so much more than just us at the racetrack. We're going to race on the racetrack and that's done. Like we have yeah. so much more. Like that is what makes us our team as close as we are in a team. It's like we're brother and sister. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Now, do you have any siblings, Emma? Yes, ma'am. I have a brother. He just turned 15 and he has autism. His name is Cole and he is obsessed with cars. He loves Disney cars. So I hope he kind of understands racing, but he does come to the races with me a lot. And I'm so grateful for that. His speech is really well and he he's really supportive. He always tells me good luck before I go out. He, no. And he is, he's the sweetest. Yeah. That's cool. So my grandson that's three years old is also autistic and he is what they consider the high functioning. Um, he's very smart. He's very sweet, but he wasn't, he wasn't speaking. And so uh, now that he's gone to school, he just never shuts up. <laughs> he talks all the time, but um, they do have a special heart, don't they? Kids yes, like they do. They really he, do. His speech is pretty good, but he he's like he sometimes won't really talk and stuff, and how he understands things. But he's really smart with like computers and stuff. Yeah, that's what I find. I find that you know quite often for sure. 
So um, I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. Here's kind of an off the wall question, but aside from your cell phone or computer or tablet, what's one thing you can't live without? One thing I can't live without would have to be without probably people in the sense of like friendships and stuff like that. Like I could not live without having someone to hang out with or talk to or just, I really enjoy social setting and I don't know what I would do without like my family or my friends or, you know, just that kind of idea. I mean, I, a phone and tablets are not really my thing of something I could, I I could live without that. I mean, people have for generations back in the day, I think that really hanging out with people and all that, because I'm not, I mean, I'm about racing. I love racing, but I love the people that make it happen. And I'm just really grateful for that. And I could not do without hang out with somebody or my family. That's cool. That's a great answer. That's a great answer. Okay. Now we're going to find out what are all your favorites. So I'm going to ask you like your favorite food, your favorite movie, and you just have to just answer as quick as you can think of it. And then if it's like, you can't think of something just say, I have to pass. Okay. So we're going to find out more about you today, Emma. So what's your favorite food or restaurant? My favorite food is teriyaki wings, and my favorite restaurant is American Deli. <laughs> okay. How about your favorite beverage? Coca-Cola. Favorite racetrack food, and what track? My favorite racetrack food, um, I think Auburndale's fries. I've raced there one. I went there one time, and they had really good fries. Their seasoning. And my favorite racetrack, you said? Yeah, that like the fa- your favorite racetrack food. So you said the fries at 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 Auburndale are Auburndale from Auburndale. I couldn't say it. Okay, okay, awesome. What's your favorite color? Favorite color is blue. It used to be red. Okay. Favorite animal. Favorite animal, a golden doodle. That's my dog. <laughs> oh, my daughter has a golden doodle too. We are going to be best friends. We have so much. Yeah. Talk. Well, that's the other daughter. So one daughter is the Disney daughter, and the other daughter um, is. The golden doodle and the little boy Huxton that has autism. So, and then I have another daughter that my oldest daughter lives here in Michigan and her daughters are the ones that race. And so they all have different things that they enjoy. Um, How about a favorite vacation destination? Either someplace you've already been and you want to go back or someplace that you want to go to that you've never been. So my favorite place, and I've been there, is Las Vegas. I went race there, and the scenery, the scenery of the mountains, and also the traveling there. I liked driving, even though everybody else does not like that long drive, 30 hours. But I love the scenery, and when you go there, just the sunsets. That's my favorite thing. Okay, cool. Favorite candy or snack? Favorite candy would have to be uh, Nerd Clusters. Okay, all right. Favorite place to shop? Um, K1. They have a bunch of, like, they're, well, that's kind of racing related, but they have a bunch of ideas for, like, styles and stuff, racing stuff. Yeah, okay. Favorite movie, actor, or actress? My favorite movie would have to be, I'm kind of going back in the Disney route, Cars 2. Because my oh, brother yeah. That's okay. watches it over and over, and it's something we bond about. 
Well, and you know what? I still watch some of the same movies that are old movies, and some of those are the best. So there you go. Oh, yeah. They're not old. They're classic. They're classic. That's right. So what's your favorite type of music? My favorite type of music is old country. Do you have a favorite artist? I like Hank Williams Jr. Okay. All right. You are an old, old soul there, Emma. Because <laughs> of my dad. We jam out to that on the long car ride. Because of your dad. We're going to blame your dad then. Do you have a favorite <laughs> sports team that's not racing related? Hmm, I'm trying to think. I I would have to say because of my grandpa, everything's it's just how I've grown up with everybody. I get things from different people. But my, my grandpa, the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's a good team to follow this year. They're doing pretty well for sure. Do you have a favorite professional race car driver? Yes, I do. So I have two kind of things I want to say with that. My favorite race car driver has to be right now. I would say Kyle Busch. I actually like him because of his wife. She is. They're just so real. Like behind yeah. the scenes, like certain drivers kind of act the way they do the race track. They are a real family. Like his yeah, wife yeah. is so real down to earth. Just so sweet. And I love the way that their dynamic is. Okay. And did you know that's my favorite driver? No, I did not. I met his wife at the races because Brexton races Bandos. Yeah. And honestly, I started following them because of her and how she is as a person. Just love them. She's so wonderful. Much. Yes, ma'am. You know, some and when you talk about sometimes, you know, she, she got, she's not always talked about as nice as she could, as they could, but they don't know her because she is the sweetest person and I just love her. I've met her numerous times and I actually wrote a story about her in my magazine about the bundle of joy fund. I've seen her several times at the NASCAR track and then at where Brexton races and she remembers me. She hugs me. I just love her. And so I'm glad to hear that you like her too. And yes, she prays with him every time before the race. They, they, tried so hard to have that little girl and I just, I just love their family as well. So I love hearing that. Um, what's your favorite holiday? My favorite holiday has to be Christmas just because of how joyful it is. And I get to see my family and just the setting, how, how exciting it is. It's not even the getting gifts part. It's the giving gifts. I love getting other people gifts to give to them and see their faces light yeah. up of something that's thoughtful that I thought of them. Have you ever been to Disney at Christmas time? Yes, around Christmas time. Yes, ma'am. It is amazing. I haven't. Beautiful. I, oh, your daughter needs to hook you up. Now. I know. I keep telling her she needs to take <laughs> me with her. So I'm going to have to get on her about that. There you go. Do you have a favorite TV or streaming show? Favorite TV or streaming show? Hmm. Let me think. I, I love TV or streaming show. I really uh, watched this thing with my mom, my dad, not my mom. Um, it's the NASCAR thing that just came out, uh, the documentary thing. I watch it with my teammates' mom too. I think it's yeah. like Kyle Wilson and them. The NASCAR yeah, guys. I know what you're talking about. I can't even think what it's called, but I do know what you're talking yes. about. Yes. Yeah. What's your favorite thing to celebrate? My favorite thing to celebrate. Hmm, such a hard one. Are you meaning like holidays or like? Like, um, yeah, like a birthday or somebody else's birthday or, um, you know, just, um, you know, 
a win you're when you win in your car when you're when you see somebody who hasn't won and they finally win just something that you mm-hmm. like to celebrate so two things I like to celebrate one will be kind of holidayish is Easter because it's Jesus's birthday and I love having all that kind of stuff and watching someone who has worked so hard to get where they got or somebody I raced with there was this kid named Luke Young and he is the sweetest kid so positive and he got his first win just kids like that, like kids that yeah. have worked so hard that even I raced with when they were so young or they've worked so hard, like my teammate Lily or B3, anybody who is younger that has worked so hard and practiced, a man, like a hundred laps, practice, 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 and they get their win. You can see it on their face of like yeah. relief finally. And it comes so much easier after that first one because oh, after yeah. that first one, there's so much pressure and you don't feel scared after that first one. And it's awesome. Well, the confidence, they have the confidence yes. that they know they can do it. Yes, ma'am. All right. Last question. Favorite toy as a little girl, cars or dolls? Hmm. I, I didn't really play with dolls. Um, Probably like the cars with my brother because he was obsessed with those two. We bonded over that when we were younger. So probably the cars toy. Okay. All right. So, Emma, is there anything that we haven't talked about? that we need to make sure we, you know, share about your careers, things that have happened this year or anything at all that I did not ask you about that I should have. So I do have some exciting news. We are going to be starting a podcast. I'm going to have my own podcast and it's going to be getting going probably by the end of this year and really kicking off next year. And I will be doing a bunch of cool things like vlogs or podcasts or interviewing people. Just a thing of everything on it. And it's going to be just really cool to watch, I think, because there's so many things like, oh, I want to see what it's like behind the scenes. of like, what's it like in the pits just besides? Because when you watch some races, all it is, it's just the races and then it's over it's their winning speech is over and i want to show people what it's like behind the scenes or what it's like for those long week races at like nationals and stuff so that's something exciting that i just announced in your podcast um that we i haven't really announced yet but i'm excited to announce it on here oh that's so exciting and i i I love seeing young people do that i absolutely do so when you get up and going then i'm going to volunteer to be one of your guests and we'll talk about whatever you want to talk about, but that sounds so fun. I'm so happy for you. Well, thank you. You don't have to volunteer me on my guests. I'm going to have you on there, ma'am. You're gonna there be we will. We'll absolutely do that. <laughs> so congratulations on that. And you have to make sure that you let me know when that starts. Now, have you chosen a name yet? Yes, ma'am. The name that's going to be on the podcast is Hey Y'all with Emma Britt. Oh, that's cute. I like that. I like that a lot. Well, Emma, this has been a lot of fun. You're a very interesting young gal to talk to. I I love what you're doing. I love the success you've had. You've worked really hard for it. It doesn't come easy, but you're passionate about motorsports and you've worked hard and you've had a lot of success already. And I know you're going to have a lot more. So um, best of luck the rest. I, you're probably done racing for this year. Are you? Or do you have any more races? I think that I'll have one more race if I'm not mistaken. It just depends because of how sometimes weather and stuff goes. But yeah. fingers crossed, first race in the Legend Car hopefully soon. If it's not at the end of this year, like December, it will be as soon as the next year begins. As soon as like oh. the first week of January or something. 
Okay. Well, you make sure you keep in touch and let me know what you're up to. And um, best of luck next year. I'll be watching for what's going on. And I'll definitely be listening to your podcast. I listen to a lot of podcasts and I have them saved as favorites in, uh, in my pod. I use Podbean mostly and I have them saved. So I'll save yours in there too. And I listen to, to them religiously every week. So good luck with that. And if I can do anything to help you, uh, you let me know, but you have a good holiday. Thank you so much for being on with me and uh, we'll stay in touch. Well, thank you so much for having me. This has been a blessing and you've been just so supportive of me and sending me the sweetest things. And I just want you to know that it never goes unnoticed. And I'm so grateful for that. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. This episode of the Women's Motorsports Network podcast has been brought to you by one of our partners, Ileana Stock Car Radio. You can find them on any of your favorite podcast apps on your smartphone or tablet. Just search for Ileana Stock Car Radio. And if you're interested in contacting them, go to Ileana Stock Car Radio at gmail.com. Thank you for listening to the Women's Motorsports Network podcast. Subscribe to my show and follow me on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube. If you or someone you know would like to be featured in the Women's Motorsports Network News online magazine, this podcast, or Let's Talk Racing Live, my social media show, contact me via Messenger on Facebook at Melinda Russell, or send me an email at womensmotorsportsnetwork at gmail.com.